Don't record that and put that up there. Okay, I did. I think you have a whole board full of like some like little clips and things that you're going to yeah, pull out. Isolate. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Holy shit! Nice and tight. Here we go. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. We discuss things you already talk about with family and friends. Our conversations include current events and pop culture and endearing, revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. We had a little dinner tonight. Um, we didn't go to dinner for our anniversary because something was going on. I can't remember what it was. So we kind of had a delayed little dinner tonight and um it was very good well, it was very good um it was a new place in alpharetta we well, talked company about, conversation was better than the meal let's well, be honest well that's okay you win some you lose some um but alpharetta has great places to eat and this was a place that we had heard about um and again it it, it was it wasn't like it wasn't fancy but it was like good dining and i mean for a long time we didn't have these restaurants and now we have the most amazing restaurants out now for i mean you can you can get anything like you know one night you may want thai food one night you may want great chinese food one night mexican i or mean how about, how about just pizza at home with kids seriously yeah. or that too i mean we just have it all available right at our fingertips uh, i had the uh, braised short rib you had uh, some uh, some salmon i had some salmon did you notice the waitress called it uh, what you call it salmon salmon what's, mm-hmm. what's the difference and what do you say well, there is an L, but I thought it was silent. I thought it was a silent L. Salmon. You know, I'm looking at those little elves over there. Okay. Elf. And I just. A squirrel elf. I just. Well, by this time of night, my medicine, okay. my little ADD medicine's worn off. I'm just barely hanging on we'll people. Go, we'll go quick. You get what you get. No, this is when the magic happens because my brain just works 90 miles a minute. But I was looking at my, I hadn't gotten into my stocking that you gave me from Christmas. And I was so excited because I was thinking, I bet he gave me some good candy. And maybe there's even like a bobble or a piece of jewelry in here. Maybe some earrings. It was two little elves. Right. And Well, they're stuffed elves. They're like uh, four inches tall. And are they brothers, sisters, friends? One is African-American and one is Caucasian. Okay. And I I got them at the Dollar Tree. Do they date? What's their story? They date. Yeah, no racial hangups, no nothing. Nothing. Good. Um, But anyways... So that wasn't meant to be. There was no candy in there. There was. Um, I think there was some candy. I'll tell you what was in there. There was these two elves. Mm-hmm. And well, every member of the family got a, a set of matching. Animals. And the elves are cute, I will say. And there were some eyelashes, some fake eyelashes. Uh, there, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, on an end cap. An and uh, I think that was it. There was some some cream for you ladies. There, there was, was a yo-yo. yo-yo. And there was. Uh, some tuna. Some tuna fish. Okay. I'm, I don't it was. Donna, I gave y'all. It was a little tuna pack for lunch. I swear it was some crackers. And if you're listening to this and wondering why, woman, why? Like, there's probably people that got Chanel bags and stuff in their stocking. And, uh, okay. But, okay. And I got, two little, I got two little elves. I need to offer up some corrections. Please. From the last episode. We were looking for, in Dead or Not Dead, we were looking for comedian Louis Anderson. And throughout the entire bit, I referred to Louis Anderson as Louis Newman. And I want to what? apologize to, uh, to Louis Newman. You also thought that Louis Anderson was goosing women. Have you ever seen Louis Anderson or do you know his story? Louis's not goosing women. I, don't think I you thought know it Louis was Louis C.K. No. Now, he was. A cute, yeah, exactly. No, no, okay. That makes sense now. Then. Yes. No, wrong Louis. Well, all the way around. We had three different Louis going on. And let's be really clear. Louis Newman is, has not goosed. No, no. no well, no, no. 
No. Donna? He Donna? has not. Louis Newman is retired. Louis was the uh, Southeast rep for MCA Records. Legendary. For decades. One of the, just a, just a great guy. Just a, Uncle Lou. The best of the best. Uncle Lou. I can tell you an Uncle Lou story real quick. Mm. Uncle Lou would, would always, he'd always take care of you. Okay? You'd always get your tickets. You'd always get your, your backstage pass. But, but there were, every time you got a little nervous though, you know, but, but Uncle Lou always came through. I think he's living in California right now. But you may have to. I laughed one time because Reba was in town. Reba was MCA. You know, George Trace, MCA. Louis controlled. Listen, Louis, back in the day. Yeah. Louis controlled the, uh, the the prime real estate and country music. And then, and so one time Reba was in town. It's probably the Omni. How far, how far back it goes. And Louis said, you know, I got to, I think mom was in town. My mom was in town. And, and I got you and your mama. Uh, mama Jane, Louis would say some, some backstage passes for Reba. And, and it, it was always, you didn't ask questions. You know, Louis would get him a will call. We'd meet you behind the. Yeah, what used to be there? That, the dumpster that, or whatever. Yeah, well, that restaurant, Jock and Jill's. Jack and Jill's. Remember Jack and Jock, Jill's? Jock, Jocks and Jill's. and Jill's, yeah. Oh, my God, I love that place. We meet you there. What's going they on? They had good chicken fingers. And, 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 and you might have to, like, carry a cake or something backstage. Yeah. Because Louie's going to tell him you're the, you're the caterer. But you're, right. you're going to get backstage. But there's normally a, a, a storyline to it that you must retain. And I can see him, like, as clear as day, okay? Yeah, carry this. But, like, what? so he would have his little hair. And his little glasses, I think he would glasses. And the, but maybe not. And the, but he would have his little. It was almost like his little jeans and his little loafer shoes. And he'd have like a almost like a baseball type jacket that he would wear, right, right. Um, like a bomber jacket. And he had the best smile. And every time you saw him, he'd be like, "Candy Donna, how are you yeah, all?" He was nice. so nice when we got married. So so it was so genuine. nice. A lot of people in the record business are not. Oh, totally, totally. And let me, go ahead. No, oh, do I even want to get a, go through this? Where are you going? He was very, very nice when we got married, and he sat in the office next to my ex husband. Remember? Oh, I do. I and do. it was n- it was very All right, awkward. Let's, let's 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 keep going. Let's keep moving here. Well, I'm, I think the people love these stories. What Universal then was it? He yeah, it was my ex husband was in Universal Video. Right, right, right. right. But but MCA Records is is owned by Universal. That's correct. Or, you know, so everybody was under the same roof. That was correct. And and your ex husband was obviously Atlanta based, as was Louis. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Some other notes I thought we need to clear up real quick. Uh, conversation we had recently, we air checked ourselves, Donna, and uh, I stepped all over you the last episode. And I want to apologize. That's all right. And I actually I air checked myself listening to the episode. I said, "You jackass, let her talk." So uh, I apologize and noted there as uh, from our our air check session earlier today. Well, I talk a lot. Check. Um, what what other notes did you have for me? Oh, that was it. Did I have any notes for you? If I didn't give them to you at the kitchen table a minute ago, I, I do have some. Okay. We'll what go are over they? this later. Then. Okay. Well, just tell me now while we're here. I'm kidding. I thought you had a great line last episode. I laughed out loud. Um, talking about Bob Barker. Yeah. And we were talking about goosing. That seems to be a theme here with the past two episodes. But um, again, Louis Newman is not a gooser. No, but um, let but me you say said, that. Is Bob, is Bob, I'm, I'm, you were curious about Bob Barker, who, who I think was accused of goosing his beauties, Barker's beauties. But you wrote, you said on last episode, I'm going to put in, is Bob Barker a gooser? And I thought Appen missed it. I thought that was the episode title. Yeah, but here's the thing. Back in the go-go 80s and 90s, it was okay to be a gooser. Okay, but it's not anymore. No, it's not. But I've talked about this with other women. Some of us women, this is good. Now, I'm not being, this is, I don't mean like you're being harassed under duress. Okay, let me be really clear here. This is an entertainment podcast. Okay, but I will say this. I have talked to a couple of women who were, who are kind of mad that there is no goosing anymore. Because once you get to a certain age, like if somebody would just every now and then maybe patch on your rump or tell you look hot or or cattle call you from the conference room, some women are okay with that. 
I'm just telling All you. Right. Because what's happened is the world is so politically correct now. That you can't grab someone's ass. Well, there's that. But, I mean, you can't do anything. You can't say. My bunion hurts. You can't say, hey, girl. You can't say, hey, honey. How are you? I mean, and I get it. There are some things we don't want. You know, and listen, when I have I, this, I have done sales for a very long time. And nobody got goose more than me in radio sales. I've but, you, got, you, you, but you did great in it. You made a killing. But yeah, yeah, but not because I was getting goosed all the time. No, but I'm th- that helps though. If you if you if you are okay with getting goosed, you probably get a bigger buy. Okay, I was a just think- share I was just thinking about this the other day. So we're going to go off book a little bit. Okay, I had someone reach out to me probably f- when when all the Me Too movement and all that stuff was getting going. I had someone reach out to me that said to me in a text, "You're not ever going to like file anything for things that happened, are you?" Ha ha ha. That was all fun and games, right? Who, who's this? I'll tell you later. Write their name down. But I was just like, that's a strange down? thing to ask. And I think they were paranoid. Why, what were they triggered by? I think there was a lot. I can't remember what was going on, but there were a lot of executives who were being, male executives who were being, who were being taken down by things they did, no, 20 really? years ago. I got another one. You know, 20, 30 years ago. Did you hear from him? No. I don't think so. Oh, wow, that's odd. Okay, I'm out of people. Here. I don't know who it is. Okay, I'll tell you later. Okay. But did you think it's strange? And I would never do that. But I will but say there are people that would though. No, but when, but when you were de- when you were in sales and you were dealing with like car dealers and stuff, it was rough. I mean, I'm telling you, rough. Some of the things that you would hear and have to kind of play along with. And I'm sorry. Oh no, he is a gooser. Yes, he was I a gooser. That's why the first and name they, I came out. First name I but, thought of. But that wasn't him. And the daddy was a gooser. Right. It, they were generational goosers. But it's okay for some, you say? Some. I mean, no. Yeah. No, I mean, we just want to be catcalled every now and then. Right. Okay. If you had a heat button, what would it do? Warm our bedroom up. It's freezing okay. in there. All right. Not because, not because nothing's going on. I mean, it's just like freezing. Like our, our room is so cold. Like you've even said. Like you come to bed looking like Uncle Charles every night. My, my great Uncle Charles, yes. Like with 16 he layers. His jacket. His Vietnam... Or World War One arm, army jacket everywhere like, every, in summer. Have you ever seen me sleep like when I'm sleeping in my clothes? I woke. I wake up in the morning and my my hands have had frostbite. They're blue. Yeah, no, I'm I serious. Can't move them. It's yeah. insane. Well, we'll do something about it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the heat button though at TikTok can make anyone go viral. Forbes went with this article, so I believe it. If For I mean, come on, Forbes is a pretty reputable magazine. TikTok has a button. They call it the uh, the heat button, and they can they can they can press that button. And it's a top secret feature. A spokesperson for TikTok. Confirmed. Listen to this. Quote, we promote some videos to help diversify the content experience and introduce celebrities and emerging creators to the TikTok community. But who's, I mean, who runs TikTok? Like, who are these well, the people? Chinese people from Dance Bite or whatever, Bite Dance or whatever it is. So they're the ones who are deciding who gets the hot I don't know. Button? I'm sure there's a North American office, Don. I don't know if the Chinese people know what, who's, what, 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 what trending, you know, what they're. We're wanting in the United States. I don't know, but somebody I, I would imagine that was at the North American office, and and, and there's a meeting of some sort. And they uh, and, and Forbes ran this article after internal documents were released from from not released, but were were leaked rather not released, but leaked from TikTok. And the TikTok spokespeople said, "Listen, yeah, we do it, but we do it to diversify content." There have been research projects done about the TikTok algorithm and how good it is. You know, it is as as good as it is at nailing you down for your likes and dislikes and things you want to see and things you don't want to see. Do you have? The, I, I don't even have the app anymore. Do you have the app on your phone? TikTok? Yeah, open yeah, it up. Open it up right now. Just open it up cold. And I'm curious Let's what video. Because well, the first video that pops in the algorithm, which means the first video you get on your phone when you open it. 
Yeah, let me see what she you open me up for the first time. What? What's what's the hashtag there? It's a blonde girl. Oh my gosh. Psycho X, move on. Okay. Okay, next is okay, well, just the first one. Kirby. Oh, Kirby who? Smart? Uh-huh. Look at this loud. All right, okay. so it's the first video that, that said this. That's, that's where you spend your most time. That What do you call it? That's your, your TikTok kingdom. What do they call it? I, I, now, this stuff, this TikTok made me uh, buy it. I'm telling you, I am after this like cosmetic case like you wouldn't believe. What's that, Ron? What's the price? I don't know. Well, I think it's $14.99, but the problem is it's going to take like 10 yeah. years to get yeah. here. Not like when you don't order your furniture from Gallery Furniture. It's going to take it. You know, it's going to take days. Not days. You get it days of Gallery Furniture. It's going to take years for you to get it somewhere else. I have a lot of the um, stories about the brand and that man. I've got a lot of stories I'm about. Sorry, what do what? They were branding that fellow, okay. branding him. I've got a lot of stories um, from the Luke Bryan. I had a lot of stuff come on TikTok from Luke Bryan crash my playa. Did so, you know? Did you know that was going on? I had no idea. After the fact, I didn't think that was no kind idea. Of, I was kind of disappointed myself. I was like, how would you not know crash my playa was going on? It must not be because Lionel Richie was there, I believe, right? Yes, yeah. um, Brian Kelly. From, from FGL? Yeah, who I'm trying to think. There were a bunch of people. Oh, Chris Stapleton. Who's singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Yes. What do you think about that? I love it. I think he's going to do a fantastic job. It's the second country artist back-to-back to get that honor. Last year, it was Mickey Guyton. Don't ce- you know? Who celebrated the national anthem. And it was um, at the same stadium with the dogs won the national championship. So fine. Yes. Don't you know that Morgana, like somehow she's going to get a tambourine into Chris the national Stables anthem. Yeah. Into the national anthem. Oh, surely not. Well, she's not going to let Here- him get there by himself. Here be my question to, to Chris Stapleton. Right, do you go out there? Do you do you just do your best and just lay it out there? Is it, or is it a song that you makes your own? You know, I mean, do you go out there? Do you try to be extra, or do you just sing the damn song and move on? Think? I, I think he's going to sing it like it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a really beautiful, pure version. But I think he's going to maybe almost like Lenny Kravitz it with a guitar a little bit. Like when was the Super Bowl that Lenny had the rip in his pants, his leather britches, and his, his ding dong fell out? Remember I that? Don't, oh, yeah, do you remember that? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then Janet swinging like a clock. Okay, stop. Janet's TikTok. nipple fell out. I mean, everybody's stuff's falling out. And Rihanna's doing the halftime show, and uh, for like the tenth year in a row, Jay Z is producing the halftime show. That's good. February twelfth. February twelfth. Yep. That's the song. And Rihanna just did her first show back in forever. I mean, not Rihanna. Um, Beyonce. In yes. In uh, well, Dubai. Yes, and got paid millions. I've seen 25 and I've seen 35 million. And Blue Ivy came out, who's like a teenager and looked beautiful. And well, she didn't dance for long. And here's why. Because mama said, it's been 10 million if you want her to do a full routine. No, really? 10 million. Well, and you know, it was the opening of Atlantis in Dubai. Right. But I mean, she hadn't done a concert, full, full concert in four years. Four years. Well, she's catching a lot of heat, too, because, you know, Dubai has such... An LBGTQ. Horrible, like, uh, restrictions. Yes. Like um, the, the, yeah, death, I believe. Yeah, and so she's catching a lot of heat about that. Well, because she says she's such a, uh, a, a proponent for rights for the LBGTQ community. Yeah. Um, I forgot one note. Oh, my gosh. we got to go backwards real quick. Um, we're gonna, you, you say we need to watch our mouths. Yes. Okay. All right. So we apologize. Noted. If you well, had, like, your kids in the car, we're cussing a lot. I'm apologizing. I'm not. I'm apologizing. I usually don't cuss, and I find myself cussing a lot. Although my my favorite expression is "Are you f kidding me?" Right, we can't say that. No, but I mean I must say that a hundred times a day under my breath. I have a plan. I have a plan. We're going to put in place. I put in place later today. I'm going to call D Rock. D Rock, uh, Dustin is our our seven midnight personality at the radio station where I work. Great guy, fantastic guy. My favorite person in the building. He and Brantley Gilbert are best friends. This. They are. I forgot about this. They're truly best friends. Um, and so I'm going to um, encourage D Rock 
Is he the one that is very, uh, very spiritual? Could be and a he's deacon. having a baby. Could be a deacon. Yes, he and his wife Robin. They live down in Thomason, Georgia. They've been friends for a long, long time. And because D. Wright used to be a concert promoter, he used to book like music festivals. He had his own music festival. And so he would book acts like Brantley Gilbert when they were up and coming acts, when they were just getting into the business and you can get them for cheap, you know? And then they, he's just D Rock's cool, nice guy. And so they would, he's friends with about everybody. He's, he knows more people in the industry than I do. D Rock was with me when I went down to Griffin, Georgia. Yes. The tornadoes. I met him at the radio station and we went down there together to hand out supplies and words of encouragement and prayers. D Rock would pray for people. And, and, and we, I was with D Rock for oof, uh, about 10 hours in a radio station van. How'd that go? Uh, it was it was uh, the first thirty minutes. Fantastic. We had a good time. We stopped, got some biscuits. And- did you say the first thirty uh, minutes? No, it's fine. It's fine. I did tell him afterwards. We got back to the radio station like four o'clock in the afternoon. Let's go grab a bite to dinner. I said, D. Right, listen, I love you, man. I said, but I'm, I'm, I'm no, absolutely not. I've had enough of you. Were you about prayed out? Uh, just there's a window. There's a there's a window for D. Right. When the window shuts, it's not like your mama. When she came in and it was cold in your room because your windows up, and she take just the the pads of her fingers, the pads of her fingers, and just. Close that window. When the D-Rock's window closes, it's boom. That's, you're done. You're done. But that's you. You use that a lot with people. Like, what do you mean? You've used that with me. My window, my window is, yeah, like you have a window for everybody. Yeah, you use it a lot. But, but again, D-Rock's window is eight hours. So uh, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty giving. Yeah. Four hours, four hours, but six. But after that, yeah, boom, down, just slam shut. You got to slam it shut. I'll reach out to D-Rock, who will reach out to Brantley Gilbert for the couch right. sitting concert series. The session, couch function. sessions. Listening on upload day uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, February 1st is when the collection hits gallery furniture and games. So the Brantley Gilbert, uh, kicking yeah. it in the sticks. Uh, I'm home in Alabama collection or the, uh, kicking it at home collection as it is. Um, yes. And I mean, you want to be there. You want to be one of the first people to get up there because I'm telling you, this stuff is going to fly out of here. Um, it is great looking furniture. Don't be like, oh, I think it's going to be all masculine. And like, you know, Brantley's got chains all over him. Yeah, he always has a gun on. Well, there's no guns in the furniture. There's no guns in the furniture. There's a gun in the furniture. You'll have a gun at the appearance, I'm sure, at the the concert. If if it happens. If it happens. If D-Rock can pull that off for us. But it is great looking furniture. And big pieces. I mean, sectionals and and nice pillows and just super comfortable. And there's some really pretty colors. Like, I mean, it's like not all of them are like Western tan brown. There are some really pretty brown sectionals and colors in there, but he's, we were talking the other day, he's got some really nice colors. Um, well, he's got, Brandon's got him a good color palette. So go up there and check it out. And also, um, you know, we've had this little hint. It gets cold. It gets warm. But now is the time to start putting that sun porch or that back porch together, that front porch. Um, it is a great time to start thinking about your outdoor space as much as you think about your indoor space. And again, these are great, great items that um, gallery has they have stuff for the inside they have stuff for the outside they've got those hinkle rockers they're going to start lining them up like airplanes out there and every year someone reaches out to us and says they're almost gone they're almost gone it's because they're they're they people love these things and donna has them she's got four corners like four squares to the building and facing out to the highway and she will have those rocking chairs just lined up. And I'm telling you, they'll be gone in no time because they're a great price, but even better than that. We've talked about the Hinkles before. You got to have a good rocker. Got to have a good rocker. These Brantley Gilbert pieces, they're huge. They're oversized. You know, it'd be great for the basement, great for a movie room. Yeah. Made by a company. Peak Living is the company that, that, that partnered with Brantley for this collection. They're from High Point, North Carolina. Now I'm from North Carolina. I'm about an hour from High Point. And they know furniture. High Point is the furniture capital of the world. Available tomorrow. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. The Brantley Gilbert Kicking It at Home Collection.
I'm wondering if we have any ophthalmologists who are listening. You and I are having, the eye people, eye doctors, you and I are having enormous challenges with our eyes. Like, do you think it's weird that we're both having it? You know, there's a big saying like, okay, when you are married to someone, you start to mirror each other. Like if you're married for a long time, like if you're pregnant, then they say like this, the husband gains weight because the wife's gaining weight. And yes. And then like, if you have, you know, like if you have a dog, they say you start to look like the dog. I don't think you and I look alike. I've never heard that. Oh yeah. People look like their dogs. I don't think we look alike, but we're having these same symptoms with our eyes where we just cannot see. So what do we do? If somebody's we'll listening, an eye well, I know who is it works in an eye doctor's office. It's Shelby Bream. Yes, in Bogart, Georgia. Well, we gonna have to drive to Bogart. How are we well, gonna get there? Shelby we can't see. Us. Well, but we were driving anyway. So, but Shelby, at least reach out to Shelby and we get the consultation. Yeah, I'm consult. just like it's I'll really starting to bother me. Yeah, I have to have other people now. Uh, I can't tip because like at dinner tonight we were talking about earlier. I said if you don't mind put 20% in here, whatever I said, and, and, and it's, do the math and figure it out for me because I can't, I can't read. I can't read a receipt. I can't that was a anything. very small receipt. Um, I, mean, I think it's just, you know, your eyes start to go bad the older you yeah, we're get. Getting old. We're getting old. Well, are we though? Because the other day we were at lunch with my aunt and uncle and you wrestled me to the mat on arguing about. We're not. Are we gonna, what? We're not going to say how old you are, but what birthday this was. Because I was like, oh, this is a big birthday. You're going to have a big birthday this year. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Is that what I sound like? So much so that you had to get out your little calculator and run your birth date. Your birth date, your year was what year it is, minus that whole thing. It was 2023 minus Mm. the year I was born. And what did you come up with? I'm going to be 34. Yeah, it's a big one. I had no idea. I'm going to be 50. I had no idea. But why is that bad? It's not bad. I just thought that I was going to be 49. I swear to God, I thought I was going to be 49 in June. I was, Brooks and Dunn are playing Atlanta on my birthday. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'll be 50. I got a, I got a beef with it. I just had no, I, I was disappointing and frustrating only because I, th- I swear to God, I thought I was going to be 49. Well, I'll tell you what happens when you turn 50. You have zero time for bull. Right. You know what? Think, the point, you, you just start to sort of embrace the fact that, I don't know, you're just like, you do not put up with any crap. Now, I will tell you, though, I did, you do a lot of looking back, not, not, Back, but I mean, just like I don't know, you, I've I spent a lot of time like thinking back to like when the kids were younger and stuff. So you may have a little bit of that because you you don't have that normally. You're sort of you live in the present, which is a good thing. But I think you may become a little more nostalgic in your old age when you get up in the morning. Like if you're sitting down do you, and like you stand up, do you have to go? Like do you go? Do you? Well, actually, I know the answer because I hear you. But do you physically glow? Oh, absolutely. Do. I'm like, do that when I get up in the, in the middle of the day. Like your joints are sore. At that, and and I and when I go pee, I toot. That's when you know you're getting old. When you when you just a little toot out, and you can't you can't you can't you can't hide it anymore. You can't <clears throat> you can't cough. You can't you just because it's just front and center. Let's add some music to the Spotify hype song playlist. I, can I go first if you don't mind? I discovered this new artist. Uh, so actually, Spotify discovered her for me uh, on a, on a uh, playlist that I was listening to. A Spotify Hot Country playlist. Okay, and she was on there. Love it. Her name is Megan. I, I listen. You didn't know your guys. Oh. Name last last episode, uh, Maroni. Yes, Maroni. Well, we love her. Everybody loves Megan Maroni. You know who okay, she's supposedly okay, dating? Okay. Whoa, 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 stop! I, I'd never been exposed to her until this week. Okay, or this weekend. Who, who is she? Who's she dating? It was supposedly Morgan Wallen. I had no idea. Yes. Okay. Well, interesting because the song that they were playing yes. is called Tennessee Orange. Oh my gosh! You don't know all of this? No. Fill me in. I, I don't. I don't. Yes. She. He wrote a song. Then she wrote a song. Then she was wearing his shirt. And then supposedly get out. Yes. And then I've got like because fa- his song was Tennessee. Uh, exactly. What was it? Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. But it was on that little EP he dropped. There's a video of them at a. Yeah. Is this her in the video? 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're in Tennessee, weren't for him. So him is more wall. Yeah. Really? Yeah, supposedly. I've got some video of them where they're like, they come into this bar and he's like, she pulls him over because he's talking. Oh, yeah. Because TMZ reported it, tried to pitch it as he threw a drink on yeah, the no, woman. Yeah, no, yeah. And then they took the story off the web because yeah. I bet they threatened to see the shit out of I can't believe you didn't know this whole situation was going on. She's cute. She's very cute. And a great song, too. Yeah. I don't know. Where does she come from? Like, what's her story? Here's a hook. Orange for him. Okay. Again or for him? For him. For him. Questions. And I'll, I'll, I'll help out. All right, a few questions. Uh, I want to know was she a Delta Gamma? I want to know if she's from Alabama. O N O N E Y. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Okay, she went to the University of Georgia uh, studying to be an accountant. While at school, she became known as the country music singer of the sorority she was a part of. It says it doesn't name the sorority. I just love how you're like this new artist, and, and she is, but I mean. From popcrush.com is Morgan Wallen's new song in response to Tennessee Orange, October 17, 2022. It's controversial country singer. Oh, stop. Morgan Wallen, Wallen's new song, Tennessee Fan, a response to rumored girlfriend. So she went first then. Yes. So his song was a response to her song, if anything. Fans have been speculating that uh, Megan's song is about Wallen ever since it released September, September 2nd. I'm embarrassed. I didn't know this was going on. If I'd known that going in, I wonder if it would have skewed. Your thought process? Yeah, I wonder if, Donna. I'm fascinated by this kind of stuff because I, I I think I can tell you that it probably would have. Now, which way? I don't know, good or bad, but I think that it would have swayed me one way or the other. I had no idea. I was I was virginistic with my ears going into this particular, hearing, hearing the song for the first time. I you didn't know no, it was like a response I knew or a nothing. song, I and then he was, had a response. Yeah. Down with well, we don't know that she's laying down with him, but now she, um, she opened for Chase Rice at the Georgia Theater. That's kind of what got her going. Okay. Because she was a student at UGA. All yep. Right. It's all coming together now. All right. What are you going to add? I am adding Luke Combs. I, I am obsessed with this song, Going, Going, Gosh, Gone. Good. It is just the most beautiful, simple song. I, I just, I love it. So good. I am. Uh, I tire of Luke Combs. I do too. There, there. I have phases with him, and then there's a song that brings me back, and I, I mean, brings me back like with a vengeance. Like I'm, I'm almost like, how could you have? Yeah, how could you have second guessed or questioned? Yeah, Luke how Holmes, how could you, know? you have run away? Listen to this. Like a runaway southbound train, like an Arizona desert rain, like a and this song brought me back. I'm back, Luke Combs. Like fireworks in July. Like a left Good stuff. Good stuff. You know who wrote it? Uh, going, going, gone. Yeah. I do not. Uh, Luke Combs, Ray Fulcher, ah. and James McNair. Uh, yeah, he. You know what? I think. 
I think he is so smart, and I think it's kind of what we accuse sometimes of, um, and I'm a big Luke Bryan fan, but I think it's sometimes what we accuse Luke of, of not pivoting enough. And, and maybe even Morgan's going to be. Well, you came down on Morgan for that yeah, last which episode. I, well, I love Morgan, but I mean, you know, every now and then you got to like mix it up. Mix it up. Go outside. Find you an outside right. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I think Luke Holmes picked up a huge audience base when he started getting a little vulnerable in his music. And it wasn't all about everything it had been about, you know? So, very good. I, I just, I heard it, I've heard it a couple of times and I'm just like, dang, it just stops me on track. It's just such a pretty song. Check out season four, F-O-R-E. Season four of the Caddy and Donna Hype Song Spotify playlist. Have a, a, a playlist for each season of this podcast. We just started season four, and we each add a song. Both of us add a song uh, each week to the playlist that we, uh, you know, we've discovered, that we're enjoying, that we rediscovered, that we uh, just think you always a song we think you'd like to hear. Four seasons, and when you fly Atlanta based Delta, you can check out all four seasons of the Caddy and Donna Spotify Hype Song playlist. The Afternoon Ride with Cadillac Jack. Even I sometimes get tired of talking about myself. That's just exhausting. So I thought I'd just turn it over to you. And I would imagine you never run out of things to say, right? I mean, we could go on till 7. I'm handsome. I'm sexy. I'm, so you said uh, best voice in all of radio, and that was world worldwide, right? For okay. every place I've ever heard radio, yes. Great dad, great, great da- friend. Great dad, great friend. What else? Decent husband. Decent. <laughs> is my wife with you right now? The Bear 92.5. I want to thank Chief Yates who's joining me here on The Bear 92.5. Now, departments are severely understaffed and under-policed right now. And you and I had a great conversation about a week ago in your office about how uh, Griffin Police Department, the GPD, is healthy. You know, there's some departments that offer free cheese dip at the Mexican restaurant. Free Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I mean, we're doing things different. Where does she live? Is she local? I'm not going to tell you that. Three to seven Eastern weekday afternoons. The afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack. The Bear ninety two five. You know, there's so many great restaurants in, in Austin, Alpharetta. Lived here 17, 18 years, and we still discover restaurants that, that we haven't gotten around to eating at, or uh, new restaurants, and and they're popping up all the time. And a great week to explore and experiment with uh, the, all the restaurants that we have to, 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 to showcase here in the Alpharetta area. Great week to do that. Alpharetta Restaurant Week. They all have a, a fixed menu. Donna, here's the deal for lunch. You're going to pay 25, I'm sorry, you're going to pay 20 to $35 for a lunch for dinner. All the restaurants participating in Alfred Restaurant Week will offer a special dinner menu, multiple courses uh, from anywhere from 25 bucks, but they're all capped at 50. I've been wanting to eat at a um, one with a lion, the picture with the lion. Fogan and Lions. Where, where is that? It's downtown. You can choose one. Um, shrimp, I can't pronounce some of this stuff, it's so good. Shrimp. Uh, Agila. Or a Delgado's beef empanada. Oh, I love an empanada. Or an ahi tuna. Oh my gosh, I love ahi tuna. G-I-R-A-D-I-T-O. I love ahi tuna. Okay. Your main your main course. Get a 10-ounce grilled skirt steak. So fire good. roasted with uh, roasted potatoes. Or a rum, maple, glazed, chili, and salmon. Or adobo, wood-roasted chicken. Jalapeno mm. garlic sauce. Cilantro rice, black beans. Third course is dessert. So you get uh, all three courses. You choose one. 50 bucks. It is February 26th through March the 4th. Explore new restaurants here in Alfred, awesome Alfred, during Alfred Restaurant Week. Visit restaurants you've uh, you've always wanted to try or rediscover old favorites, or just uh, meet uh, your friends and coworkers, or got family in. Find you a culinary hotspot here in Awesome Alfred, and a complete list of the restaurants and their menus. By the way, every single restaurant has a menu up. AwesomeAlfred.com. Anything before we go? Any pod peeps? I got none.
No, we're just going to watch our cussing and okay. um, step walk on you. Yeah, we're not. Well, how did I do this episode? Did I do better? Fantastic. Okay. Um, and what else? Uh, let's see, cussing. Cussing is a no. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. It's the Appen Boys from the Appen Podcast Network. Let's address the letter real quick. Uh, by ne- next Saturday, next Saturday, okay, there will be a brand new issue on a brand new platform. Very excited about this. I've been test driving uh, different platforms, doing some research. There, there are a lot of them out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, when Elon Musk, who owns Twitter, very uh, mean, he, he shut. Huh? He's very mean. He shut down uh, Review, which was the platform we used for the letter, and I loved it. It was it was user friendly. I'm not tech smart at all. I'm tech stupid, and I could do it. Uh, but he shut it down January 18th. So we've been shopping around. And then looking at different, uh, you know, you got Mailchimp, you got Constant Contact, you got uh, um, a Ghost. There's so many of them out there, but we're we're, we're test driving, figuring out which one's going to work best, figuring out which one has the best mi- migration software. In other words, when we upload a database of 300 million to whatever platform we go to, is everybody going to immediately get our content, or how much of it goes to spam? And it's going to have a new look. It's going to be fresh, fun, like Don is. I don't know about that. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday, Thursday. It's when you get them twice a week. Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. 